Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillahi Bukkafa Wassalamun ala ibadil Lathin astafa Amma ba'da fa'udu billahi Minash shaytani rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Ya ayyuhal Lathina amanu Quru anfusukum Ahlikum nara Faqala rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi sallam Kullukum ra'in Wa kullukum mas'ulun An ra'iyatihi Sadaq Allah al-Azim Sadaq ala Rasulihi al-Kareem Respected elders and brothers May Allah Ta'ala make whatsoever That is being mentioned The means of our hidayat And the hidayat of entire mankind at large Say Ameen inshallah One of the very first things that I'd like to mention And which we should take cognizance of And be concerned about And take serious Our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that when you come to the masjid, make your rose like how the malaika, the angels make their rose. That means they finish the first saf, then the second saf, then the third saf. So all of you that are in the back, kindly come forward and finish the saf in the front. This is not my request, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's request. So to the front, wherever there is space in the front, come to the first saf and finish it. Jazakallah come forward inshallah. And do this every week. Imagine the reward. You'll be imitating the angels. You'll be imitating the angels. It is mentioned, the greatest reward is in the first saf. Then the second saf, then the third saf. So we should always endeavor to be in the first saf. Allah give us understanding how important it is. It is. Like that we find, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, سَابِقُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ Race towards the forgiveness of your Rabb. What is this in concern? That whenever there is the Adhan being called, I should rush towards Masjid. Any good deed, I should be among the first to do it. 
If there's suddenly there's a need for some charity to be given, I should try to be amongst the first. You know, stay beautiful incident in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam is in the masjid, and a tribe had come who were really, really, really in great hardship and difficulty. You know, they basically hardly any clothes on their body. They're starving. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam was very hurt. Nabi Sallam was very disturbed, very concerned. He called for the adhan and the salah be performed. Thereafter, after the salah, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to the Sahaba Radhiyallahu Anhu Jamaeen that we so important that we all are the children of Adam Alaihi Salam. The meaning of the hadith that we should be caring for everyone. Look at these people, what condition they are in. On hearing this advice, immediately. Basically, everybody got into action. The first person to go into action, that Sahabi went and whatever he could grab and he could pick up and he come, he, his hands were full. Basically, he could hardly hold the amount of things that he brought to give, and he placed that in the masjid. Thereafter, everybody watched this and everybody came, and that there was heaps full of food and things for the people. Upon that, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned a very beautiful thing: "Adalu al khair kafailihi wa kamaqala alaihi salatu salam." Habib sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "The one that showed the goodness, and whoever will follow thereafter, he will also get the reward of those that followed, even though there is no decrease in their reward also." Adalu al khair, the one who showed towards the good, the one that came first with this. And everybody thereafter followed. He will get their reward also because he showed them and he demonstrated this. He came forward first for the good deeds. So Allah Taala make our hearts open in that way that we are always in the forefront, inshallah, of good deeds, inshallah. See, I mean, at this point, I like to recite a dua, and upon that, I'll explain the dua meaning also and say, I mean, while I'm reading it. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. اللهم افتح أقفال قلوبنا بذكرك وأتمم علينا بنعمتك واصبغ علينا من فضلك واجعلنا من عبادك الصالحين آمين. Look at the beautiful dua this is. اللهم افتح أقفال قلوبنا بذكرك والله open those locks in my heart with your obedience with your remembrance. Open those locks. What does that mean? You see, mashallah, you all are fortunate. Allah has given you hidayat. You are coming early to the masjid. You look forward to it. But there are those you see, their hearts, Allah maaf, Allah give them hidayat. I mean, you know, they find it very hard to come to the masjid. Even when they're coming, they're dragging their feet. Then they're standing outside over there. Talking away, smoking, whatever, whatever. Last minute, when Molana is about to make Allah wakar, quickly they run into the saf. No inclination to come to the masjid ali. No inclination to even in after fara salah, boom, they gone. Allahumma ftah aqfala qulubina bi dikrik. So we say, Amin. Oh Allah, open our hearts. Open our hearts such a way that we look forward to make tilawat. To make nafil, to give charity, to be in the masjid, Allah open those locks that have tied us up. That you feel hard to come to the masjid, open those locks. Allah maftaha kafala kulubina bi dikrik. He keeps saying, "Amin, Allah." 
Oh Allah, open those locks with their remembrance and with their obedience. And look at how it goes further. Allah maftah qafala qulubina bi dhikrik wa atmim alayna bi ni'matik and complete your ni'mat, your bounties, your favors upon me. Wazdir alayna min fadlik and fulfill your grace upon me. وَجَعَلْنَا مِنِ بَعْدِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ And Allah make me from your pious servants. Beloved brothers, don't know this Mubarak day of Friday, you would have said Ameen to this dua, and you would have said it with that sincerity, and you all know that how it is so beautifully said, وَحِبُّ الصَّالِحِينَ وَلَّسْتُ مِنْ لَعَلَّ اللَّهِ وَرْزُقْنِ الصَّلَحِ Beautifully said by a poet, وَحِبُّ الصَّالِحِينَ وَلَسْتُ مِنْهُمْ I love the pious. I am not pious, but I hope from the grace of Allah, Allah Ta'ala will unite me with the pious. Now today you said, Ameen to this dua, that oh Allah make us from among the pious. Allah jane, Allah knows best, that that Ameen that you said with sincerity, definitely we are weak, we may not be able to do all those good deeds, but how kind Allah is. Allah loves us more than our parents love us. Allah may just say, brother, Allah may just say, oh my servant, Ya Abdullah, you remember in Masjid Rahman, on that certain Friday, you said, Amin, that you want to be among the pious. I am putting you among the pious. Go, I'm putting you in Jannat. Allah can be so kind. Allah is so loving. Just to understand that famous incident with this guy who was a mushrik, ascribing partners with Allah, calling towards his idol whole life is saying Ya Sam, Ya Sam, Ya Sam one day by mistake slipped from his tongue he said Ya Samad Samad is the name of Allah Qul Allah Ahad Allah is Samad Allah is Samad what are the names of Allah Allah said yes my servant what you want what you want so the angel said to Allah Ya Allah this guy hit a blue hit a mistake by mistake he took your name he says, that's the difference between me and the idols. Idols don't reply, I will reply. And Allah's mercy came. Allah loves us more than our parents. Allah loves us more than our parents. Beloved brothers, it's such an important point I'm saying to you now. When you make dua, it's nice to make dua like this also. Let's just say, for example, there is one. You know, you've got a couple of our guys gone off the line. It can be a relative, he could be in drugs, he could be in alcohol, he could be in zina, he could be whatever, whatever, whatever. Make a dua like this. Ya Allah, this is so and so, he is your servant. You love him even more than his parents love him. He is your makhluk, he is your creation. Ya Allah, his heart is in your hands. Ya Allah, you give him hidayat. Ah, Allah loves him, Allah loves him, even though he is in all that sin. Allah, you love him more than we love him. You love him more than his parents love him. We are all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is Kareem. Allah is Rahim. Allah is Rahman. Allah is kind. Allah is compassionate. You know, if you look at that, just those qualities. Rahim is merciful. Rahman is even more great in mercy. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahimin. The most merciful. The most merciful. I ask you for example. Every father or every mother or every parent is depressed when the same children are, are off the line. 
if they are in anything that is haram or they are you know troublesome or rebellious the parents feel the pain and they're making dua but Allah is the most merciful the compassion that the parents have Allah's mercy is even greater than that so how much more when you talk with that you think you can even make dua like this it is said in the hadith of Rasulullah that kindness that that elephant will show towards a small one that when it's walking and if that thing is lying down, it will make, be careful, it will not trample that. Whatever, whichever animal it is, whether it's a lion, how it takes care of its cub, how that elephant will take care of its calf, all these mercies, and that mercy that that mother has, and caring for the child, even when the child is, mess, is, mess, is messed up and, and is rebellious or whatever it is, that mercy that is in everybody's heart and every creation's heart and every animal's heart that is only one of Allah's mercy Allah has hundred mercies the remaining 99 mercies the effects of it will be seen on the day of Qiyamah look at the effect of one mercy imagine what will be the remaining 99 mercies that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show on the day of Qiyamah and demonstrate on the day of Qiyamah so my respected elders and brothers these are just certain points not my topic that I was going to talk about but it's important nasihat to turn toward Allah Allah who is so kind Allah is so loving so at this time and moment Allah who is so kind and loving have hope in every dua that you make have yaqeen in every dua that you make never ever feel depressed at all the other day somebody phoned me and said Molana, you know I'm feeling I'm feeling what you say depressed I don't feel nice I'm not feeling nice I'm feeling depressed because you know I've got this issues and that issues so I said to him see this is a very important point for all of us very important point for all of us to think when it comes to dua I said see Rasulullah says that Allah says Hadith Qudsi Ana inda zanni abdi bi Ana inda zanni abdi bi Or kama qala alayhi salatu wassalam I do according to what my servant thinks of me I do according to what my servant thinks of me I said see It's up to you to say to, to yourself You know what I got these issues But my Allah is greater My Allah will sort it out for me This is how I'm going to look at it You know when I, to understand this, this hadith, the, the reality of this hadith, you get one guy, my Allah, you know what, give me one loaf of bread. He'll think like that. And you get the other guy, he'll say, Ya Allah, give me so much of bread that I can suffice to give all the people of Durban bread. One person's thinking of Allah is so great. One person thinks that Allah only can give him one loaf of bread. So how do you think of Allah, that's how Allah will do. However massive, however difficult is the problem, or however great you wish for, Allah will do according to how you will think. Allah can do it. Ya Allah, that family member has got cancer. And Ya Allah, Shifa is in your hands only, not in the hands of the hospital, not in the hands of the specialist. Ya Arham Rahimin. 
through your fazl through your karam through your qudrat you give them shit that person shifa it's how you think of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when i that the doctor says you know lost hope you know i remember a beautiful incident just to show you this part about yaqeen subhanallah two points two incidents sayyidina ayyub alayhi salam is totally finished so much is such in such a terrible condition that the entire community threw him out banished body is finished rotting allah jane what kind of cancer he must have had only thing that is moving is his tongue and when he makes the dua you know when he says to allah masani abdur wa anta arhamar rahimin wallah difficulty has come upon to me and you are arhamar rahimin you are the most merciful allah says ulqud bi rizlik kiskit the round and the water gushed out and he takes a bath and is completely cured maulana umar palampuri sahab rahmatullah alayhi one of the elders of the work of da'wat and tabligh i remember hearing this many many years ago he late now he passed away in 1997 he mentioned that when he was about 1920 that age he had a kidney problem the doctors told him Six months only for you to live. Six months only for you to live. Doctor passed away. Hazrat Maulana lived. This was he must be nineteen. I think he reached almost seventy years old or older. Allah jana around what? Can you imagine what a long span of life Allah gave him? What doctor said? You're going in six months. Doctor went away in the grave. Hazrat Maulana is still living. What happened was Hazrat Maulana Yusuf Sahib told him, "If you have to die, die in the path of Allah. Go in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala." So Maulana went there in the path of Allah, made the du'as. When you go in the path of Allah, you say that Allah is the doer of everything. Allah is the cure of everything. Everything is in the control of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That iman, that yakin, that conviction that he had, Subhanallah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave Hazrat Maulana shifa. One man say, how I think of Allah, Allah will do accordingly. So Allah, we need to build this yakin. We need to build this consciousness. So don't forget this very important hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that Rasulullah said, "Allah said, 'Ana in the zani abdi bi. Oh Allah, I will do according. Allah says, I will do according to what my servant thinks of me. Whatever situation, whatever difficulty you have, put your attention toward Allah. Focus toward Allah Taala. It can be anything for that matter. And you know." Although I've got something else to talk about, but Allah is putting this thought in my hand, in my heart. Let me mention it to you. Inshallah, Aziz, it can be something that can benefit all of us. Inshallah. Our pious elders, Hazrat Maulana Shafi Sahib, Rahmatullah Alayhi, mentioned this in Marif al-Quran, and I've also mentioned in one of my kitabs. Whosoever reads the five surahs with the six Bismillahs. Five surahs with the six Bismillahs. However, whatever task it is, inshallah, the barakat of this recitation, read it three or three times, maybe for the day or whatever. That task, inshallah, will be solved. Firstly, I'd like to mention an incident that this one person told me about. This is personal experience. This is Malana. We needed to get the passports from the basically home office, and that also is all the passports are sanctioned in Pretoria. we can't seem to get the passports we don't know what to do and we need to make a journey so he says you know we decided to phone we phone pretoria home office and it just happened that one person took the call and we explained our case the person told 
you know what, I wasn't going to take your call. I was walking past, I just decided to take your call. Any case, this is your case, oh, this is the person, this is the name, okay, I'll, I'll solve it. I'll sort it out, I'll organize the passport. But the person mentioned, I made one amal, and I heard this from our pious elders in one bayan, and thereafter I started making amal upon that. And he said, the barakat of me reciting this, Allah made the passport come in no time, and we were able to make this journey for Umrah. He said, the simple amal was reading six bismillahs with the five surahs. Six Bismillah with the five surahs. What is the six Bismillahs? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Qulya al-Kafirun Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Iza Jaa Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Qulya al-Ahad Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Qulya al-Falaq Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Qulya al-Nas And Bismillah again. Six Bismillahs and this five surahs We leave out surah Tabbat Yada in between. Reciting this he said, Mulana, I have so much yaqeen, I made amal on this, Allah opened the door where it seemed it was not going to be possible for us to go on this journey. Passport came, how Allah made it happen, and we traveled. Karne wale zat Allah hi. Duo is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give us that yaqeen, and Allah make us realize these factors. Respected elders and brothers, the discussion that I was going to have today about, which is very, very important. See, Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran Kareem almost every para speaks about the Bani Israel, the Jews. And Allah Ta'ala has made it in His kindness mentioning this, this is all the sadaqah and the barakat of our Rasul that Allah Ta'ala does not want us, does not want us, the Ummah of Muhammad to fall into that same kind of you know pitfalls and downfalls that the Bani Israel had fallen into. So Allah mentioned the incidents in detail. All over, different incidents of this. O Ummah of Muhammad understand that they had done this, this was the effects. They had done this, this was the results. So what you need to do and how you need to take a lesson. This is Allah in His kindness showed us. Let me give you some examples. Time is short, there's a whole bayan that I'm going to speak on, but Allah put in my heart, I just made dua Allah, whatever you want best for me to say, let me say that, and inshallah, whatever I can say in this regard, I'll mention. So, we see that Yusuf salam went to Egypt. He was basically taken there as a slave. Allah elevated him, made him basically the leader, or one of those basically responsible people. He was basically, you can put it there, right hand man of the king of Egypt and thereafter his entire family came Yaqub all his brothers their children and children etc came and settled in Egypt from Palestine from Canaan from what you call Khalil or Hebron from there they all came this side when they came there they were very much honored they were very much respected because they were told these are the children of the Anbiya and they were revered, respected by the Qiptis, the people of Egypt. But as time came, as they started breaking the commands of Allah, transgressing, indulging in evil, indulging in sinning, abusing the Qiptis, abusing the local people, the local people retaliated and they became the slaves. They became the slaves of the people of Egypt. 
from being such honored people they became so disgraced they were abused they were made slaves they could do anything and everything to them in harming them yet they were from the progeny of anbiya ali musallatu salam the very first lesson that we need to take allah subhanahu wa taala in his infinite mercy and kindness make shukr upon that allah has really honored us in this country really alhamdulillah say alhamdulillah when you really look at it financially whether you look at the overall generally alhamdulillah people look at us i mean the, the, the things and the bounties and the nemeth that we have in south africa as muslims really in many other countries they don't have it i mean we are open we can have our darul uloom we can have our madrasas we can practice on our deen i mean i have been to many countries and they tell me brother i remember clearly hearing this person telling me he says you know what i'm going home for eid but because i'm going to that country muslim country he said i know if i enter that airport with a beard i'll be locked up immediately just because he has to practice on islam these are the condition of some of the muslim countries you know at this juncture a very important factor nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned bada islam ghariban fasayudu kama bada'u tuba lil ghuraba a time islam started when it was strange a time will come when to practice on islam it will become like that abnormal abnormal you know you go to so many of these countries those of you that travel you go to some of these countries imam sahab got no beard 90% of the people got no beards la such an important sunnat of rasul sahab his 24 hours in sin by not keeping the beard and yeah the imam sahab got no beard he doesn't even dress up like a muslim he doesn't look like a muslim you look at him you can't see any sign of islam he just comes there he puts that one topi and the turban on and he puts a jubba that make qualifies him to become the imam sahab and you need when they look at us they reckon now who's these guys here with the beards we look like strange and this is an important factor when we start allowing such kinds of imams and such kind of qaris to sit on our musallas and our imam and our members without beards then you're going to have that situation and the person that's got a beard they look at him as a stranger be mindful of that be mindful of this factor any case my respected elders and brothers these people the the the, 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 the people of egypt began to ill treat the bani israel why because they had transgressed and had broken the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah brought the condition they became the slaves allah protect us from that now what is the important thing because i need to close up on the subject but there much more i'll talk about inshallah on another occasion the important factor my beloved elders and brothers we need to be conscious the things that we need to be conscious about fulfill the rights of everyone be mindful of the rights of everyone in the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned the dua of the mazloom is accepted the one that is oppressed is accepted under no circumstances should we oppress anybody whether it's our wives whether it's our relatives whether it is our employees or whoever it is don't look down upon anyone Don't be like that Bani Israel. They looked down upon the Kiptis. Allah turned the condition that the Kiptis began to rule over them. And he'll treat them. Allah protect us. Guide us. Make us understand these people. 
You know what is one a sign of pride? What is one of the signs of pride? Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned Al-Kibru Batrul Haq wa Ghamtul Nas Pride is to reject the truth The Maulana says to you, bye This is haram, accept it well, Who does Maulana to tell me that this is haram? Second thing, looking down upon people Whoever it is, don't look down upon anyone That person can die with Iman and go to Jannah And Allah protect If we don't have Iman, what can be our condition? So respect everyone Show kindness to everyone. Show good akhlaq to everyone. That is very, very important. Another very important factor, my beloved brothers and sisters, for this, we all need to obey Allah's commands. And the very first thing, we all have to be conscious of our salah. Not only on a Friday, but five times a day, we make our salah in Jamaat. Ladies at home, make that intention, inshallah. I'm not only a Friday Muslim, I'm an everyday Muslim. Inshallah, Aziz, when we become conscious of our salah five times a day, every Muslim, the crowd must be the same for Juma and Fajr. Inshallah, all of us make that intention. Now, they don't, those that don't make intention, we're going to sort them out. Eh? You know how we're going to sort them out? When check Fajr time, you know that five, ten people didn't come to Fajr namaz. Today, we're going to go to his house, we're going to sit over there and wait for breakfast. Next day, we're going to go again to his house. Third day, his wife will kick him out of the house, go Fajr namaz. What do you think about that idea? Should we start it? Yeah, good idea. Allah give us that. Alhamdulillah 
العزيز المتعزز بالعزة والله القدير المقتدر بالقدرة والله الحكيم بالحكمة والله الخالق لجميع المخلوقات والله الرازق لجميع المرزوقات والله الأول والله والآخر والله الظاهر والله والباطن والله قبل كل شيء والله وبعد كل شيء والله وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله رسولنا صدوق فروق فسيح نسيح عروف عتوف رؤوف رحيم مولاي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم شفيق رفيق خليق تليق سفوح نسوح عفو حليم مولاي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم أما بعد اعلموا أن سفركم طويل طويل وعمركم قصير قصير وزادكم قليل قليل وربكم بصير بصير وصراط دقيق دقيق والنار حريق حريق والقيامة قريب قريب لذلك يا أهباب الإكرام علينا أن نتفكر إلى أين نذهب هل نحن من الذين يتيعون الله ورسول أم لا لأن الفلاح والفوز فقد في امتثال أوامر الله وفقد في طريق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اجعلنا من الذين يتيعون الله ورسول لأن الفراء لأن الفلا والفوز فقد في امتثال أمر الله وفقد في طريق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كما قال الله سبحانه وتعالى ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أقول قل هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الذي أمطر أقطار الرحمة من سحاب المغفرة على المقربين بلا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله ونور قلوب أهل المعرفة بفيدان أنوار لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله وشرح صدور المؤمنين بنور أذكار لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله هو سبيل أنار لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا 
Respected elders and brothers, make yourself straight. Ensure that your heels are at the edge of the saf. Please put it there. Please, respected brothers, those that are just coming now. It's sad to see you coming in late. Allah give you hidayah to come early. Say Amin. As I've mentioned previously also, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu has mentioned that when the Imam sits to start the khutbah, those angels that have been writing everybody's names, they close the register. So if you came in thereafter, you're not in the register of those that made Jummah today. So make Tawbah. And make Inshallah you come in early. When you come in early, you get the reward of you, as if you sacrifice a camel. So Allah give us hidayah. Say Amin. Allah make us good, pious, tactical Muslims. Amin. Sijil, 
فجعلهم كعصر مأكول الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين لإينا في قريش إينا فيهم رحلة الشتاء والصيف فليعبدوا رب هذا البيت الذي أطعمهم من جوع وآمنهم من خوف الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وصحبه بارك سليم جزاه عنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما هو اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب الفاف عنا يا كريم اللهم وفقنا وفق جميع محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بالتوبة النصحة اللهم ردنا إلى ديننا ردا جميلا ربنا لا تجعلنا فتة للقوم الظالمين ونجنا برحمتك من القوم الكافرين اللهم افتح كفال قلوبنا بذكرك واتمم علينا بنعمتك واصبر علينا من فضلك وجعلنا من عبادك الصالحين نعوذ بك من جهد البلاء ودرق الشقاء والسوء القداء والشمات الأعداء ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم عنا على ذكرك والشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم أنت السلام والسلام تبارك يا ذو الجلال والإكرام اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذو الجد منك جد اللهم إنا 
يسألك من خير ما سألك من النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعذك من النبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وليك البلاء ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العليم آمين بفضل سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون سلام سلام الله رب العالمين Thank you.